What's going on, everybody? Uh, this is episode number seven of the Chow Codes podcast. We're doing another segment of the This.dev uh, segment again. The last time we had Jeff Horner on, but this time we have someone else that I've actually been following a long time as well on the gram. Um, I followed her as well from my personal account before I decided to make my uh, documentation Instagram. She has, I mean, probably one of the dopest views and setups in <laughs> our community. You. Thank you so much. And um, she's also, you know, just someone that spreads a lot of value through her captions and has inspired me personally a lot to even pursue this. So Morgan Richardson, or who also goes by Morgan.codes on Instagram, welcome. Great. Thank you so much, Justin. That is very kind of you to say all that. I appreciate that. Of course. Um, honestly, like I'm being dead, so dead serious. Like before September of 2019, I've been following you for a long time. Um, I mean, yeah. I followed a handful of people and like you were just one of them that kind of kickstarted me into actually like pursuing all of this. So, I mean, you're just killing it and still are like actively. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's it's been really interesting, you know, um, finding out everybody who follows me and you mm -hmm. know, connecting with people and, you know, I actually started my page because I was inspired from other developers who did <laughs> as well. And so I think it's just kind of like this big circle, you know, when um, when people decide that they want to make that jump, it's it's really motivating once you have that page because it's like, okay, now I need now I need to learn, now I need to um, you know, kind of take this more seriously. So that's kind yeah. of Yeah. Yeah, something it's, that's it's a it's a weird way that keeps you accountable, like almost indirectly. Like Cause you're, we're now so front facing that I feel it's like you said, you, you just have to put so much more effort into everything that you do or everything that you put out. So, I mean, like for you, it's, or for the both of us, I guess it's like YouTube, um, photography and, mm -hmm. and everything that we talk about in captions, like you're really putting like 110% in all of that yeah. whenever we create content. Yeah. And especially when I first started, I, I actually worked with a photographer, um, who's local to Chicago you you worked with uh, I don't know how to say his last name, but it's like Alex Kian. Yeah. I think it's Quan, but I'm I'm Quan. not sure, and I don't want to butcher the pronunciation <laughs> out of respect. Yeah, I've but talked to him as well. He's chill. Yeah, he's really really awesome, and um, yeah, I've worked with him for a long time. And then one of my friends from home, who is a photographer, was like, you know, you should really start taking pictures yourself because that way you can create more content and you know get more into it. And I was like, I don't know, like I I really you know I was like, oh, I'm too busy. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah and i think that's just an easy excuse that you know people say but now i i love it i absolutely love photography and i'm so glad i just made that jump and got the camera you know for sure and i i think that goes hand in hand with like programming and photography because there's on the on the camera itself there's so many different settings and so many different aspects of it that you have to understand that goes into photography depending on what you're taking photos of. For us, it's mainly like the setup. So it's it's a little easier, but you still have to play with aperture, you know, um, shutter speed and, and have to understand how all of that intertwines with the ISO, all that stuff. And then there goes mm -hmm. composition and framing and then all these different parts of it that you just get better over time. And it's like the same thing with programming is people get, um, what's the word? They get... Um, like more familiar intimidated yeah they, yeah, they get okay. intimidated yeah. initially mm -hmm. um when they see all of this because they just like overwhelm themselves and they're like ah, i don't know i don't know if i could do that that just seems like so much um yeah. and then you go into it and you're like oh okay step by step i'm learning every day like this is good 
Yeah. And it's, um, you know, I think people who code like developers, you know, we have that spirit kind of, because, you know, once we, once we, uh, learn how to code, we're like, okay, if I can do this, I can do anything. I mean, you know, and that's with anything too, like any hobbies or, you know, once you learn it, you're like, okay, I, I got the process down and let's apply this to something else. Um, and I think photography is a great way to, to view your uh, progress over time because, you know, you're, you're literally taking photos. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, for sure. Yeah. And I think um, you go back to, you know, when I was first started photography and it's like, oh my gosh, I've improved so much since then. And, and I think <laughs> it's easy for artists to look at their past work and, you know, delete it and not be proud of it. But I, I really value, you know, my beginning work and, and what I worked on first because it's like this is like where I came from and this is how I started and and it's really motivating you know um I don't think that as developers I consider developers to be creators I know a lot of people don't think like that but I do I was just gonna say that yeah yeah and so yeah for sure just look at where you started and and look how far you you have yet to go yeah and it's it's yeah I mean like you said we're we're all creators at heart um, which is why we have things like photography, filmmaking, developing. Uh, it's it's an art form that you kind of have to um, just curate to and improve on every single day. Mm-hmm. And you have a point, like you have references that you can always look back at. For us, you know, we look at the code base sometimes, you know, when we start, not sometimes, most of the time, it's messy. <laughs> um, it's messy, you know, you didn't know everything that you know now, so you look at some of these things and you're like, oh, why didn't I just implement that? Like I could have used this or I could have put it this way or in a photo. It's like, oh, I could have, you know, used this prop here, here and here or set the tripod up here and just had this like Mm -hmm. look a certain way. So, you know, it's that's the part of the process that I love personally. And I think that every creator can actually really um, come to love is watching yourself improve and just trusting the process and knowing that, all right, I'm, I'm at where I'm at right now, but I know in, you know, a week, two weeks, a year, five years, this is going to look totally different and improve so much. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Exactly. Cause (laughs) I think like two weeks ago I was looking at my Instagram and I was, I scrolled all the way down to my first post and I was like, Oh, this is disgusting. Like, this is horrible. I don't know what I was doing. And now it's like, oh, okay. Like we, we, we got somewhere with this. We're all right. We, okay. We improved. Let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's awesome to see that as well. Um, for sure. Know, like, especially now when I see people starting pages, I'm like all for it. Like I've, I've never seen somebody, so, you know, yeah. and I think that's something I've learned too, is that, you know, when I was, like before I even started this page, I was so quick to judge people who, you know, were trying something new or, you know, Mm. oh, like Mm -hmm. they don't know what they're doing. They're going to fail, you know, or whatever, just to make myself feel better. Mm -hmm. And when I started, people were doing that to me. And I was like, screw you guys, I'm doing this and I am all in and you guys are going to watch me grow and learn. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what I did. And now when I see people starting pages and you, for example, when I saw you start your page, I was like, this is great. Like, yes, like I want to see more creators. I want to see more developers that are doing this because it's, you know, typically as developers, we live this like um, almost isolated life. You know, we, we work Mm -hmm. on computers and stereotypically that's like, okay, we're, you know, we're, we're um, stereotyped to be antisocial or what happens, but 
but this is really like, you know, like the social coders aspect, you know, where we're, we're, we're sharing our journeys and, you know, we're being honest. And I think you've done a great job at that as well. You know, just being transparent with what you're doing, what you're, what you struggle with, how you learn your process. It's, Mm -hmm. it's really inspiring. Yeah, thank you. I mean, and that's the that's what I loved about your social coders movement and community as well was that it was based off of that. It's you, we do have you know if you go out and tell someone you're a developer, it's like oh you you sit in a cave and you just you know mm-hmm. hunch down like poor posture coding away <laughs> and everything's all like green text on your terminal. It's like oh okay, well you're doing all that, but then you look at social coders, it's like oh we all understand each other, we all open up about hey, I have this problem or hey, like great job on something. Like it's like, it's such an open, non-introverted community in a way. And I think it's just opening up about that and showing that side of us as a whole, which is great. Yeah. And I think, you know, pretty much everybody, and I I can't say everybody, but a lot of people that I know um, and I I talk to a lot, we, we don't care, you know, if you, if you want to be social and, and post on Instagram, then do that. If you don't want to, then do that. Like, whatever you want to do, that's cool. And like, that's you, that's what makes you, you. And that's why our, our developer community, I, I believe is, is so, um, like unique, unique. Yeah. Because yeah. we kind of, at least I, and, and, you know, again, the people that I hang out with, we accept everybody. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I love it. I love, I love I, our community. Yeah. And the, the funny thing about that too, is like any, everyone in our community is very different. Mm-hmm. But I think the great thing about that is, you know, as being developers, we understand that difference a lot more. Like, even though we are not those people, like, you know, there may be uh, some people in the community who are more extroverted and like to share more so than other people. But we sh- understand why people don't share mm-hmm. and why they're more closed off. So I think we're more open and uh, agreeing to the, you know, the differences in that aspect. So that's why I think we we, we all mesh so well is because we can all understand each other in that way and then there's always that one topic that opens people up anyway so we can just you know chat away about it if that makes sense yeah yeah definitely yeah um but yeah that's that that's the cool part and this this community just like oh it's it's amazing to see but going back to your point it, it is awesome to see new people come up into the scene and like just start creating stuff but that initial cynicism feeling mm-hmm. of you know, feeling somewhat attacked because people are trying something new and then that eventually going away. I think I ran into that too, was seeing people do things a certain way. I'm like, oh God, here we go. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And now it's like, oh, okay. Like I kind of like that. Like now you kind of want to pull inspiration and motivation out of it. I feel like, uh, like whatever they do, I see, Ooh, I like what they did there. I might, I might want to try put a spin on that. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think we're all like continuously growing and learning too. And, and mm-hmm. you know, like even as people, especially, you know, since I, um, I started my page, I was like, okay, now I'm doing this. Like I need to be a positive role model. And, you know, I, I feel like a lot of uh, quote unquote influencers don't consider that. And, you know, mm. that's something, mm-hmm. you know, we, we need to, we need to do, we need to make sure that, um, you know, we're, we're putting people, uh, pointing people in the right direction and, um, you know, not, I feel like, I guess maybe on YouTube, I've seen that where, you know, some people are, um, not teaching people the right way to do things or just like, mm. like letting people think it's okay to just blatantly plagiarize somebody's code. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Things like that where it's like, okay, now we, we got to we got to take some responsibility here and, and do what's right. So for sure. And and I can totally agree to that. It's like, as you know, early on when we got our followings, it's easy to get carried away. And I think that's where a lot, uh, maybe some influencers that have the platform as well, uh, like let it get to them is that you have all this clout now and you have all this reach and it's like, okay, let me try to monetize all this and just, you know, run away with this thing and not really care for it, you know? Um, but Mm -hmm. it's important for us because we can reach so many people and the amount of comments, the amount of DMS that we get, like there's people that actually look up to us. So it's important, especially in times like this to use the platform for a positive reason. And I think that, you know, you definitely have, and a lot of other people have, and I've tried to as well, um, to spread word other than programming, because it's not always about that. Um, it's always about being happy or being positive. So having the platform that we have as influencers, quote unquote, you know, it's uh, it's important to use it for that for that reason, hundred percent. Yeah, and um, to go off on the tangent, I just want to elaborate a bit on what, where you said um, sharing more about just programming. That's something I've actually been trying to do more lately. Um, mm-hmm. You know, sharing more of my daily life, and and you know, I really tried, for example, to to have this uh, this perfect, you know, morning routine and, you know, be, be most productive I can be. And, and some days it's honestly not like that. And something that I've struggled with is seeing people do that or, you know, Mm -hmm. act like they're doing that and being like, why, why can't I, why can't I wake up at 6am every day? Like some days, you know, I just don't want to get up. (laughs) Right. And, and it's like, okay, that's actually like not realistic for me to expect that. And then, you know, once you acknowledge that that's not a realistic expectation, then I think you can say, okay, it's, it's okay if I don't, if I don't, you know, work out today or I don't, mm-hmm. you know, like I can splurge today or I can do something fun. Um, yeah, but no, 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 hundred yeah. percent. And that's something it, I, I struggle with as well. Sorry to mm-hmm. cut you off. No, 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 you're good. No, no, but you're good. That's, I, that's um, all you. <laughs> I, um, consider myself to be a workaholic and that's, just because I I like working and I, I like to be productive and but I then I find that it's sometimes hard to you know hang out with my friends because I'm like well maybe I should be working and and it's just kind of all about finding the balance and and you know finding what what really matters and and being able to manage everything is is just like all a, a separate little journey. I love that you touched on that because we can <laughs> both relate to that mm-hmm. one, like, like on the same wavelengths. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a conversation with a friend about that early, uh, yesterday, actually. It's kind of funny that we're talking about it now is I'm the same way is I feel like, you know, coming from and I think this blends very well is, you know, coming from an immigrant family, uh, you know, an Asian family that migrated over here or, um, you know, during a weird time and seeing them put in work, seeing them just grind for the things that that we have now mm-hmm. i've become that i'm now a workaholic and i love working and it's like the only thing i live and breathe to do every day mm-hmm. whether you know whatever it is now um and it's hard to balance and have your friends understand that when they don't have that background or if they don't have that mentality of work 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 Mm-hmm. Okay, now maybe at some point I'll go outside and, you know, see the sun or I'll see you guys, your guys' faces. So yeah. I can understand that. And it's super hard to balance because I feel the same way. It's, you know, there's a week that goes by and it's like, I haven't seen my friends. Like, mm-hmm. I've just been working. Mm-hmm. I've just been hunched away and it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. 
everyone's different. You know, some people don't need it and some people do, but it's, it's, it's shedding light on that, which is what I love that you touch on. And it's something that I saw from when you were recording your day in the life and one of your captions, you mentioned that, you know, a lot of these day in the lives that are out on YouTube right now are not very accurate. Yeah. Um, they, they, it feeds into that weird stigma of, you know, having this perfect life or having this fun, balanced, just super outgoing life where things are great and um, you're living this awesome world in tech, but it's really not like that. And shedding the light on all the imbalances and the negative parts of the journey is super, uh, I feel like more interesting at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. I think, you know, people see just to bounce off that day in the life thing, I feel like that's kind of why people want to be developers. Um, they see these videos, you know, and then they see, they go to Instagram and, you know, they see me or you or anybody else. And they're like, oh, this is, this is the life that I want. And mm. it's a lot of work behind the scenes. And I was listening to one of your other podcasts, you know, um, where you were talking about how, I think you, I think you related it to, um, people who work out or bodybuilders. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, you see people on the show floor, but you never see them put the work in the gym. You never see the ugly stuff. You see them at their prime when they're ready to go. Yeah. And I remember when I was, um, in school full time and I was up working until three, 4am, you know, and then getting up in the morning and going to class. And I was like, I don't understand any of this. And I'm pissed that I don't understand any of it. And, mm -hmm. um, I've seen even even some of my friends, you know, sorry if you if you guys hear the dog growling, it's the, or the sound that is my dog growling. She's on my lap. And she's, she's not I thought that was a siren. <laughs> oh, like, there are sirens. activity outside. <laughs> yeah, it's my dog. She's she always comes over to me to my desk whenever I'm talking and she like has to be on my lap. And that's amazing. So it's that's like, amazing. you know, it's like right when the meeting starts, like at work. You know, she's ready to it. go. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, I put in so much work and I, you know, I was mad that I, that I, I wasn't learning and, you know, I see some of my friends now and they're like, you know, I, I tried to learn how to code and I, I just don't understand it. And, and it's like, I, you know, it's so annoying to hear people who, who work as developers and, you know, people who know how to code say, well, that's, that's how it is, but that is how it is. Like, yeah, no, it really is. That's what makes the difference. The people who, who keep going it's, mm -hmm. and you know, I really wish there was an easy way to, to learn how to code, but it's just not easy. It's not easy. And, um, it's, I don't know if it maybe will ever be, there might be easier ways to learn, but it's different for everybody. And, you know, you can't, Something that also I think um, people are easy to say is, oh, coding is easy. It's easy to learn. Just learn it. But it's not easy for everybody and everybody has right. a different experience. So, yeah, you can't, you know, the people who say that you can't really base your experiences and make it like this super general like experience for everybody because um, yeah. everybody has um, different like genetic makeup or, you know, they just can't understand certain topics faster or as clear as some other people. I mean, we're all different in our own ways, right? We're, we're unique human beings. Um, so if everything was streamlined and I say this all the time to people who message me like, Hey, what's the easiest way or what's the fastest way to, to, to learn how to code. And I was going to, and I just say like, look, if it was easy, like this, this shit wouldn't be fun. Like mm -hmm. I wouldn't do it. 
Mm-hmm. Like, why would I do something so easy? Like, it just gets repetitive. That's like me going out to the basketball court and like dogging on six-year-olds. Like, it's like, why would I do that? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I actually that- love that you said that because before I decided to major in software engineering, I wanted to major in entrepreneurship. And mm. I, my parents are, I, I consider them to be serial entrepreneurs. They are, they are, um, you know, workaholics and they work all the time. And, and I, when I was in high school, I did that. And I, you know, I had a couple of businesses and I got actually into Babson, which is uh, an entrepreneurship school. in I believe it's on the East coast, but I, th- I think it's in Massachusetts, but I'm not sure it might be in Delaware or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, do I want to go to school for entrepreneurship um, or do I want to go to school for software engineering? Like I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was like, if I major in entrepreneurship, I'm honestly not going to be challenged because to me, that stuff is like, you learn it as you go. And, mm-hmm. and software engineering was more like a, a true challenge. Like prior to college, I didn't know how to code. And so I was like, right. let's do this. Like, let's, let's learn. And, and then you know, if entrepreneurship is what I decide I want to do, then I'll learn that along the way. So it, we, I think we just both like, like challenging ourselves and we like, you know, taking the the risk, I guess. It's, I think it's, it's the risk. And then also I think we find peace and happiness in pursuing what we don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. like to me, it's, I, I relate this a lot to weightlifting cause we, you know, I do CrossFit and I do Olympic weightlifting and it's, I don't know how to do a certain movement. Okay. Well, what are, what are some things I can do to get better at it? And I'm going to like push myself to make sure that I can at some point. And it's this weird, like self competitiveness and drive that I think we have. And a lot of other people have is if I don't know something and you know, some, it, there, there, there's two things to this is when I don't know something, I really want to learn it. Or if someone tells me I can't do something, then I really want to do it. Right. Um, so I think it's just this weird mental, comp- not weird, but you know, this <laughs> yeah. mental competitiveness that we have and this, this drive to learn as much as possible and like just capitalize on the time that we have and the things that we want to do. So I think that's that where, where that comes from. And I think that it, it's awesome that you chose the software development route aside from going to school for entrepreneurship. Cause I think in terms of, I mean, I'm not too like well-versed in the entrepreneurship <laughs> like realm. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I can understand. And I, I think that with entrepreneurship in general, I think it's more unique if you were just throw yourself into the dirt with it rather than go to school for it. Yeah. So, um, my biggest motivation or my biggest inspiration throughout my life and will always be, will always be my dad. And, um, Mm -hmm. he like grew up, you know, from a very low income family and, you know, struggled through that. And then, um, eventually learned, uh, he, he got his CDL and became a truck driver and did that. And then he started his own business and, and started doing a ton of other things. And, um, when I look at that, I see like, you know, he didn't, he didn't really have any quote unquote formal education. He got an associate's degree and, um, uh, a computer, something with computers. And I mean, that is formal education, but besides that, like he didn't, you know, get a typical bachelor's or, you know, mm-hmm. learn how to run a business. And now, like, you know, when I'm, I'm trying to do things and I'm trying to, you know, like file for an LLC and like do this type of stuff, I'm like, I literally have no idea what to do. 
And mm-hmm. my dad is like, go figure it out. Like, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not helping you. Like you need to, you need to figure that out. And so that's awesome. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, rude, but okay. Like, <laughs> um, oh, you're looking at him from the other side of the window. Like, yo, help me out, man. I know. I'm stuck. He knows the answers too. You know it. I know. It's honestly so frustrating because I'm like, dude, like, you know, you could help me out here. And, and, you know, he, first of all, he quite frankly doesn't have the time and, and, um, it's not his responsibility to, to do that. You know, I'm, I'm old enough, you know, to figure this stuff out. So now I'm like on the next adventure and I'm like, you know, my parents are always there to support me and everything, but I, I kind of don't expect them to, you know, like walk me through it. Like, you know, they, Mm -hmm. they are, they're older now, you know, they want to relax and they, they don't want to have to like do all this stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of the, like, I guess, tough love. I hate that word and I hate that (laughs) concept, but that's what they believe. So, um, -hmm. and it's what you're kind of instilled in, right? Cause I mean, that's, I'm assuming how you kind of came up. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which I, I, both of us, I think have kind of, you know, kind of the same backgrounds was, Mm -hmm uh they they kind of gave that and i think in an asian american or well asian family that it, it's kind of like a given that was like what i was born into was um nothing was given easy mm-hmm. and you know they have that mentality where nothing was just you know handed to them everything was earned mm-hmm. so um nothing was going to be like oh i'm going to hold your hand and i'm going to tell you how to do this this and this it's like no 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 if you want to go do that that's fine but you're going to have to go like literally do it Exactly. Um, and you you probably hated that growing up, right? Oh, it's stupid. Like I hated every second of it. It was just like, look, like I know you know how to do this. I know that you've done this before. Can you just tell me? Like mm-hmm. it would make this so much faster, so much easier, but I never looked at it in, in the long term, right? It's mm-hmm. what I what I have walked away with the same amount of knowledge or value that I did if they had walked me through it. Right. Um, so I think it's good that, you know, the both of us and a lot of other people as well go into it with that mindset. But I think it's easy to let your ego take over and be like, oh, well, they're not going to give it to me. Then I'm just not going to do it. You know, it's it's stupid. Um, yeah, it, it's easy to walk away with that. And to to run on that is, I think, through the frustration, through all the just shit that comes with business or whatever it is you're learning, I think that frustration comes a lot of knowledge and learning opportunity. Yeah. And something too, just to add on is failure. Um, yeah. And I remember, you know, throughout my entire life, I've, I've been a really good student. And mm-hmm. when I was, I think I was in sixth grade and I got my first like F on a test and I it took you that long to get F. God damn. <laughs> Jesus. I was always I was very kindergarten. Like, I was always like very much a perfectionist and I, mm-hmm. I still am. And and um I've learned to kind of like perfection isn't always the answer, but um right. that's how I grew up and that's how I thought everybody was or should should have been, you know. And and right. I I remember like I I'm this like little like 12 year old and I'm like crying to my dad and I'm like I failed. Like, I, I can't believe it. Like I'm such an idiot. And he, he was like, you know how many times I failed in my life? Like get over it. And <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's that and like, that, that's like humbling. Yeah. But like at the time I'm like, Oh my God, like you are the worst person ever, but it's like, <laughs> no, that's, that's not what it is. And, and, you know, I think my parents have done a, a good job at, you know, 
listening to me, you know, when I'm, when I would say those things or, you know, when I would think those things and they would just be like, okay, be mad. Like that's, that's what, how you want to, if that's, if you want to be mad, then be mad about it. Um, mm-hmm. and so I think, you know, I've, I've, that's really helped me out. Um, especially, you know, getting like hate comments and I don't know what this big thing is, but a lot of, a lot of guys, and I don't mean to generalize, but there are some people who are of the male gender on Instagram that hate girls who code. <laughs> they I, hate I've that. seen a lot of that too. And it, it pisses me off when not, not that it pisses me off that you do it, that you have to defend. Well, it kind of does piss me off that you have to defend yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't mean that in an ill way. Like I, I hate the fact that that is a thing right and that right. you know it's what part of our gender makes it a hindrance or makes it wrong that they know how to code or like what part of the gender makes it to that they you think they can't understand it in any way there is there is nothing that you know i see these arguments that that argue like well well why does it make you better that you're a girl it doesn't it doesn't make us better it doesn't make us it, the point of like the girls who code movement isn't to say that girls are better than boys or that girls are better developers or that girls, you know, are more meticulous. It just means that girls code like there are girls who code is what it means. Yeah. That's, that's all it means. It's not meant to to diss men or, or anything. It's just girls can do it, too. And there there are so many fewer women in tech than there are men. And it's it's just to bring um like awareness uh, at, yeah awareness and attention to mm-hmm. to that so yeah and it's you know if <laughs> it's such a it's such a topic to me that like irks me and I've, I've failed to like comment on it at all whenever i see it just because i get so mad that i don't want to like mm-hmm. say the wrong thing on comments because i almost did on one of yours and i was like Oh, some of these, some of these boys about to get clapped right now. Like I can't, I can't be saying these things. Um, It's, it's really hard for me to, to hold back sometimes. And, but what I I don't think you should. Yeah. Sometimes though, I'm just like, like when that, um, people who code posted that picture of me where like things kind of got crazy for a couple of days, I literally stopped what I was doing and I came to my desk and I took a picture in that shirt and then I posted it and (laughs) it just kind of like grew the fire a little bit, but I'm like, I, we aren't backing down. Like I, you know, I have no problem taking 200 more pictures and just posting like six of these a day. Like if that's going to yeah. make you mad, if that's going to make you mad and if this is what you want to spend your energy on, then let's bring more attention to girls who code. Like let's do it. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like <laughs> I'm with the movement. Cause again, I don't see what the argument is. It's, I get it that Yes, unfortunately, it, it's a very male-heavy industry, mm-hmm. and it's not to say. And I'm not saying that females should not be in it. Of, of course, they can be in it. Like yeah. anyone can be in it. I just don't. I I disagree because I feel like w- the people who make the argument that oh, women who code, blah blah blah, right? It's they're they're stuck in that mindset that uh, you know at an early age, I I felt like. And I, I ran into it too. I mean, I was like f- six years old. It's like, oh, boys are better than girls, like that mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? Yeah. And they're still stuck in that. And it, that carries on to where you see people be like, oh, girl gamers suck or, uh, you know, women can't code, all that stuff. And it's like, dude, what? 
she could probably code better than you. What are you <laughs> What are you trying to say? Like, can we instead of just saying it, can we c compare code bases or applications that you've made? Let's see what you've made realistically. Yeah, I got a I got a DM last night, and you know, I I really I never like am am like calling these people out because they don't deserve the attention. But he said something. It was very very ill worded, and it was something about like your back end code sucks. And I'm like, first of all. There is no backend code on my GitHub. I think there's, like, <laughs> I think there's like one boilerplate that like is nothing. And uh, second of all, like I work full time as a full stack developer. So if you want to know how my backend code is, like go ask my boss, and he will tell you that it's good. Like you know, they they like they are the ones that like review my code and they help me code. Right. Like you don't work with me. You don't. You don't like don't say anything unless you know. Like yeah. maybe, maybe you think my code is bad and you have a right to like have that opinion. But when you haven't seen my code, like don't say anything about it. You know, it's right. Like, but it's it's one thing to say that your code is bad in general, but it's another thing to say it because you're a female. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and I think mm -hmm. that's where the where it comes from is for whatever reason, they feel offended or they, f again, I can't even relate. Like, I just don't understand where it comes from. And I'm sure it comes from a dark place and I hope that they're okay, uh -huh. but it's like, yeah. brother, like you gotta, you gotta calm down, man. Like I just, I, this argument's going nowhere. What, what part of this makes sense? So, yeah, and, I mean, and even like talking about it like this, you know, I kind of, I kind of almost hate it because yeah, it's like, you know, we're like me and you, Justin, for example, like we're fine. Like, you know, we're, yeah. we're doing our own thing. Like people who comment mean things and I, I don't want to call them haters, but I mean, they kind of are haters. They really um, are. Like they have no impact on what we're doing. So no, it's just kind of like, okay, I'll, you can say what you want and then I'll restrict you to, to mess with you a little bit. <laughs> no, see, even then you're like, it's 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 hard for me because i haven't really had people in my dms or comments say like you know negative things i would maybe say five percent mm -hmm. of the things that i see are somewhat negative but i've had one person do it and it it fires me up i love it like i wish i had more haters in a weird way <laughs> just because i like shit talk and you know because i used to play but i mean i used to i still do play basketball yeah so it's like when people try like trash talk me i love it I, it's, it's, it's it's yeah it's kind yeah. of like a little bit motivating like yeah like let's go like let let's let's do this like let's have this argument um no for sure yeah and i i feel like um i have different outlets now but um mm -hmm. like i used to be you know like in high school and and even at the beginning of college i was all for that i was like let's go yeah. Like, you know, I would be like posting things just to like get a reaction from people and yes. and like saying yes. things and it was like, let's yeah. go, like, let's argue and, and hella instigating things. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, at some point I have to like not do this because it's actually making people mad. And it's like, I'm unbothered. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm like, I like don't care, but, um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I get it. I've grown out of that a little bit, but it's not something though that I'm like, I think is like immature. I just think no. it's like more like I'm, I don't care to do that anymore. So. Right, right, right. And, and I mean, I, I feel the same way. I feel like I used to instigate a lot of, a lot of stuff before and mm -hmm. I, I try to get reactions out of people to 
drive either myself or just you know get some sort of entertainment but um now it's you know just do our doing our own thing you you we know what's right and wrong we we know what we need to do but whenever people come up and they want to start some then <laughs> well i'm putting the boots back on so let's go yeah um, i think and, um sorry yeah go ahead no no uh, go ahead i think one of the the things that it's it's a cliche but uh, it's the quote that's the best revenge is success. Yes. And yes. I love that, even though, you know, it's so cliche and whatever, but it but really so true. is. It is. Yeah. I, I, and that's why when whoever it was, I don't even know his name. I, I put, but I put him on my story though, and he deleted his account. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't block him. I didn't restrict him. I was hoping he didn't delete his account because he was calling me out about, I posted a picture and he was saying, oh, you don't code. You don't do anything. You're not being productive. Why do you even post on Instagram? You're shit. You're terrible. Like, oh my God. stop saying all these things because you're nothing. You're nothing like me. I'm a millionaire. Blah, blah, blah. And he sure. has like a picture of like a Lambo that he probably rented like the same day and took a picture. Or it's not even um, him. Right. Exactly. And I was just yeah. like, okay, like keep going. Please, like, just say whatever you want because this is, like, super fueling. I'm not going to block you. I'm not going to restrict you. Just keep talking, and I want you to watch me. I yeah. want you to watch me. I yeah. want you to watch that ticker grow. <laughs> I want you to watch my my skills grow. Everything just improve, and I want you to watch it, and I want you to sink in. Once I make it to where I want to be, like, you, oh, I want you to feel some type of way. Yeah, I think I think a lot of that, too, comes from them or sorry my dog is barking but you they're know good. even the people who are commenting they're just insecure and I'm gonna, I'm gonna let my dog down here but um you know people who you know i've realized that the people who are saying these things like oh your code is bad or like i'm a better developer than you these are people who like they don't know you they don't know your code like they ju they're just insecure about their own skills and that right ma that ma that makes people feel better you know it's um, so weird. Yeah, it's it's very weird. I'm not a psychologist, but it would be nice to know, like <laughs> analyze that or something. Like, yo, do I bring a psychologist on here for, to to see how that works? Because I mean, yeah, you should. That'd be a real. I'm writing that down. But um, <laughs> like, it's it's so weird because for us, is we don't like understand what sort of stimulation you can get from that. And I get that it's insecurity and I get that it's, you know, it's coming from a bad place. But what part of bringing other people down is beneficial to you? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's don't bring it like your level is so low. How does it benefit you? Like, yeah, um, I mean, yeah. And that's something yeah. too that I've noticed since, since, you know, I started like I, I love seeing people um, whether they you know, have more followers than me or less followers or they're more successful or le less successful. I love cheering people on from the sidelines. Like I love, you know, being there. I love supporting people. Um, I love watching people grow. And that to me is so motivating in itself. And, you know, especially when I started following you because you made your page like quite a bit after I did, I made mine. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is awesome. Justin is like growing, like he's learning, like and I didn't really know much about what you did because I think I thought you were a developer when you um, oh <laughs> when you started, when started. and yeah. and you weren't and then you were learning and I was like this guy is like 
awesome. Like, you know, it's because I, I love that energy. Um, you know, yeah. it's it's really rare to to find people like us, you know, who are really motivated and, and, and self-motivated in that aspect. And, mm-hmm. you know, we I feel like I because I am very I'm not introverted, but I spend a lot of time alone. I mean, I guess I am kind of introverted, but <laughs> sometimes sometimes I think like, oh, I think like this. Um everybody else thinks like this because this is like the, you know, like what I I'm posting on Instagram and this is the content that I'm consuming on Instagram or on Twitter or Facebook or YouTube. And it's like, wait, this is just what the, the people that I know and the content that I consume, this is just what we believe. And, you know, then when I'm posting something on Instagram, that's, that's not that a lot of people don't agree with, then I think that's where like a lot of the hate comes from. Because yeah. I don't, I don't realize that. Like for example, the, um, I posted a couple of things about um, Pride Month. Yep, mm. and I got so much hate on those stories, and <sighs> I was like, wait, I, I didn't even think that like people still thought like being gay was anything to like think twice about. Like I, right. most of my friends are. LGBT. So I, I never, you know, think of, Oh, somebody's gay. Oh, I don't think of that as, as like a, a personality trait or anything. It's just, who does it make you stop? Yeah. Yeah, It doesn't make you stop to think. Yeah. And I think that's just because of, you know, like my, my friend group and the people I hang out with. And then, and then I see these comments, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I feel like we're like regressing, like as a society, like what is going on? Well, and uh, and I see a lot of that, especially with BLM now. It's, you know, you see a lot of people come out and really expose how they really feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, and I think that to add on to that point is, I mean, I have friends who are also gay and mm-hmm. it's no, it's no issue. It's not a factor to me. Like, it's just like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, you know, you're doing you. Yeah. It's, that's fine. <laughs> like, it doesn't affect me. That's cool. If you're happy, you're happy. Right. Um, but then it's to add on to the introvertedness. It's because I feel the same way. I'm very, I'm, I mean, I am a very introverted person. <laughs> but when you start talking to me and you start getting to know me, that does, that's not the case. But mm-hmm. I think the people who feel differently about, you know, uh, you know, all these different communities, it's they don't have that exposure because they're 10 times as introverted as some of us are. So they yeah. seclude themselves from, uh, you know, public. They seclude themselves from everybody else and you know they kind of are in this dark place because they maybe don't feel included um yeah so and and i can see where it comes from mm -hmm. yeah so i'm from a small small town it's i think our population is like the last census was 900 and oh my god yeah it's like people say like i'm from a small town and they're they have like five thousand people i'm like uh you don't know small until you know 900 so so uh, this is like a very, very vague example, but, um, for example, like me being a developer in that town is like, you know, they're like, oh my God, like she's a hacker or, you know, <laughs> she's weird or, you know, she, yeah, like, she's a wizard. Yeah. Or like, she's doing something illegal and, or, you know, or, or they might think I'm a genius just because of it. You know, it's like on, on any right. spectrum. And it's mm-hmm. like, for example, that, um, without that goes for example for um like any any other race besides being white any other sexuality than being straight any other type of anything besides what they think is the norm they don't accept Mm -hmm. it right because they're not exposed to the anything else 
Yeah. And, and I think that's just a, that's just a big problem. And then, you know, so with social media, like you think that would help, but then people are, you know, are only following the people on their networks. And then it's just like, it's a, it's a, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's a huge black hole. I think our generation and and Gen Z is, um, we're really going to change that. And I'm very, very optimistic. I always try to stay optimistic and hopeful that like we have a bright future for everybody. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm honestly really excited for the next five to 10 years because of, of like black lives matter movement. And, you know, we're, we're, we're really like changing things and I'm, I'm so excited for it. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to see because I mean, we've lived through, you know, all the different times growing up as kids and maybe Mm -hmm. didn't really fully understand it. But I think that even if we didn't, we know that what's happening right now is a huge like pivot in, Mm -hmm. in everything. I mean, you're seeing everything kind of just unfold and yes, like maybe on the surface, it's all negative and all that stuff. Right. But I think it's everything that's happening right now is super necessary in order to lay foundation, new foundations for yeah. the future. So, and in, yeah, in the beginning of quarantine, at least when I started uh, quarantining, I, I don't know what the exact right word is, but I like to say quarantine because it's shelter in place. Yeah. Shelter I mean, I, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I was. I got kind of depressed there for a, for a few weeks, I guess, because I was like, oh my gosh, like this world is like crazy. And, and I um, was spending so much time on Twitter. And <laughs> on, honestly, I was like, screw Twitter. Like Twitter is like, I can't, I felt like I couldn't even post anything because of like, yeah. like a swarm of people would like, you know, come hate on me. And that yeah. that's not the case, but I, I was kind of like, in a bad place mentally, I guess. But um, yeah, I was like, this world is like crazy. Like, you know, um, I was mm-hmm. so unmotivated and I was like, I was spending all of my time working for my my full-time job because, yeah. you know, I was like, I'm working from home. I want to prove to them that like I care and like I'm, I'm a hard worker and, and I, you know, I don't want to lose my job and I, I want to make sure this company succeeds because I'm all in for it. Like, you know, like I want to see my company succeed and, and any, anything I'm working on, I want it to be a success. So, you know, I, I put everything into it and then, and then it was like, I'm working like 60 hour weeks and then, you know, yeah. it's like, and then it's like, I'm, I'm working 60 hour weeks, but like, I'm not getting paid for 60 hours. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it was all an adjustment period. Right. And mm-hmm. that went for everybody. I had a, an opposite experience where I actually loved the shelter in place order. Um, oh, now my, I love it. I've, I've like, gotten yeah. out of that. I'm like, this is the best thing ever. I'm, I'm more, I'm doing the most I've ever done. I'm like, exactly in my creative space. And I'm like, yes, I, I love it. I don't think I'm going to go back to the office unless it's required. So, Oh, that's listen. If they don't require that, that's, uh, that's the dream. Yeah. That would be the dream. They, um, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Um, they actually were planning on opening in July, but, um, it was like optional and I don't know if they're planning on doing that anymore. I've, I've kind of decided that I'm not going to work from home or not going to go into the office until it's like mandatory, which I don't think it really right. ever will be again. But no. so I've been kind of tuning out about what what uh, what's going on with that. But yeah. And even now, I think we're, you know, second wave is hitting. It's it's we're in a weird space. I mean, it's, a mess. Um, it's such a mess. And then to add on to that is, you know, Facebook and Shopify, they've they've gone, you know, remote first now. I think that's 
that's what's going to kickstart a lot of companies and probably yours is where they're they're going to go heavy into the remote uh, realm which is nice yeah Um, and and i'm i'm so excited for this like i i really feel like that's going to be the new norm and you know that's going to make everybody's workforce uh, at least hopefully a bit more uh, diverse and uh, Mm -hmm. and you know i i feel like diversity is when like true innovation comes out 100 percent so so yeah it'll it'll really be great and and you know people can can live in uh cheaper neighborhoods and um not you know have to live in silicon valley and in san francisco and pay have all the yeah. money go to the rent it, it, so exactly yeah. and especially here in the silicon valley it's like not to mention if we do go super remote heavy there's less traffic less accidents less you know right. air pollution all that stuff uh like all the air emission stuff that we're going through it's so many indirect causes but again like what we're going through right now is so pivotal in so many different ways it's not just uh it's not just one thing there's so many different things that are going to be changing now so it's it's going to be interesting to see the next couple years to like once we settle and i don't know when we will but whenever that settle comes to to see what the actual norm is going to be right yeah i'm Um, i'm i'm really excited and especially you know i feel like software engineers and um, developers. And I mean, I consider it to be the same thing, but you know, um, we, we're all in like the forefront of it. We really are. Mm-hmm. And, and whatever yeah. aspect of development you're doing, like your, your front end, your back end, your full stack, your machine learning engineer, your whatever language you code on code in, you are, you have the ability to innovate. And, you know, even if, even if you could just make a website in HTML and CSS, you still have that opportunity to, you know, make a website that's informative or, you know, direct people to something else. Um, right. I think people are easy to get down on themselves like, oh, I only know Python or I only know whatever. But, you know, we all like this is we, we're we all moving to like remote lifestyles and, and e-learning and, and electronic everything. So we're all kind of on the the forefront, I think so. Hundred percent, and I think we that we can, if we show it in a way that's positive, I think we can really like move that forward in other industries as well, to show that you know it's it's possible. Exactly. For anybody, I mean, you see so many people in our community that are self-taught devs that are only learning, you know, without college, without boot camps, they're only learning from YouTube or Udemy or whatever, you know, you know, free code camp. Um, mm-hmm. these things are possible and it's just, it's all adaption that other industries may have to, uh, do is adapt to the current times and yeah. it's doing it right. Um, so, and I a hundred percent agree with you is that we're on the forefront of that for sure. Yeah. It's, it's really exciting. And, and yeah, I mean, most of us are, you know, if, if we have some type of formal education, you know, we, we are, are, that is not a hundred percent of how we learn. So, you know, mm-hmm. we all do other things. We all take online courses and we all learn, we read documentation and we learn in other ways. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's like everybody's, everybody's kind of already doing that a little bit. So now I think we'll just see more of, more of that and more people basing their a hundred percent of their learning process on electronic means. So. Right. Actually, that's kind of interesting that you touch on that. Cause now I'm curious <laughs> to know what, like in the future, like our kids or, you know, the people growing up now is when they get to the point of do they go college or whatever. It's what resources are they really going to have now comparatively to us when we did? 
And I mean, we had a lot. To be honest, I think it's going to be a lot of VR. Mmm, interesting. Yeah. Even even in the education space? Yeah, I'm honestly geeked about VR. I want the Oculus (laughs) headset so bad, and it's sold out, so... I need to get Oculus. You listening? (laughs) Yeah, come come sponsor us, please. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, I am like so pumped about that. I really wish I knew how to code like VR, AR, but um, I don't. Is that Unity? I honestly don't even know. I I'm so like not in that space that I I don't even know where to start with it. But Mm, it's it's an interesting space though because I do know like a couple people who are in it, and so I used to work at a paintball park. Uh, a couple years ago. Oh, nice! And and so it's a weird connection, but we we started like this VR uh, section of the park where you know I mean we had a lot of kids come through and some uh-huh. of them weren't old enough to play on the fields, so we uh-huh. did this VR thing with hmm. them, and it was all so it was not it was not like a it was a headset, but it was all mobile based, but there were still cameras. It was like a custom solution that this group made and they were they were pretty cool. They were awesome. Now they're in a mall somewhere. Wow. Um, they have their own spot. So it was kind of cool. I had an opportunity to work with them, but it was not in a, a developer role. So yeah, I didn't so. I turned it down. Um, yeah. But like that space is I mean, you can do so many things with that. So to see that mm-hmm. grow, like VR, AR, all that stuff. That's going to be crazy for sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think it's, it really will be, I'm a very futuristic person and I love, like, I have this like ideal, like future that I have in my head. That's like, so like not realistic. Right. But I like, I like to like imagine and like, right. I'm like, I'm a big, like I'm big on thinking and like closing my eyes and like envisioning things. Right. Uh, and I'm really big into manifestation. That is a topic for a different podcast, but, um, yes, uh, <laughs> that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But like, you know, even hanging out with our friends, like zoom is like, you know, that's like, that's like child's play compared to like VR, like imagine mm. being able to mm-hmm. like, you know, like you have VR, like you can wear whatever you want. You can look like whatever you want. You can like do whatever There's you want. There's that game VR chat, I think, that yes. people are doing that. Yeah. So I want I mean, to be on that so badly. <laughs> I, I see have some of the headset. things on Twitch. I see some of the things on Twitch from VR chat. I'm like, oh my goodness, what is happening right now? I like, think it's, I don't know if it's like all like that or if it's just like certain, certain like a uh, part streamers. Of it. But it'll be like interesting to see because like Club Penguin, right? That was like oh kind of like that. Like everything was a little like crazy all the time. But like Yeah. Interesting. I never thought about that. And I was heavy in a Club Penguin too. Oh my gosh. I had like a boyfriend. I had like a different boyfriend. <laughs> like all the time. I was like, I love Club Penguin, like logging on. Like I would like, you know, get get all my what were they, coins or something? Like yeah, cheat yeah. In, the, in the coffee game. Oh my gosh. Oh, the coffee game. I forgot about that. I love- Oh, so good. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like begging my parents to pay for the $6 membership. Yes. Like, They're like, Mom, I need no. A card. <laughs> They're like, no, not Club Penguin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was so good. That was me with, I, I think I was heavy into Club Penguin, but then I kind of did like the whole weird thing with RuneScape. Oh my um, gosh. My brothers still play RuneScape and they're like older and they're like, can you, can you code us some cheat codes? I'm like, sure, but like you are paying my hourly rate for RuneScape. Yeah, like I don't. <laughs> I 
love that. Like, I'll make you a I website. I'll do anything. Like, you don't have to pay me. But RuneScape cheat codes, you're paying me for that. And, like, I don't even know if that's, like, legal or, like, what the rules are. So. Yeah, whatever that is. You're signing a waiver, a contract. <laughs> like, you're paying me a premium for this. Like, right. all of that. Like, right. I can't be I can't be feeding your RuneScape uh uh situation here like this yeah. is this is a whole nother level yeah well that means but, you evolved from club penguin though i really uh i kind of got into more of the like i don't know webkins was that after i was like huge webkins you don't know what That's webkins a- is nah no 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 oh my gosh justin webkins i'm looking this up it's web and then kins k it's spelled with a z yes oh Oh god! Oh, is it shutting down in 2020? Oh my gosh, is it? I that was like a topic that just came up, oh, but this looks. My eyes are bleeding. This is so much. Yeah, I was really big into this. I think I had like 60 webkins, and I like had a huge <laughs> house on here. I I love this. I would like go on my parents like, what one of my brother's friends called it a dinosaur computer when I was like in fifth grade, and I was like what like don't disrespect our computer like that <laughs> oh my goodness it's even mobile i honestly i i don't even know what they have anymore but this game was like it's, <laughs> it's like an integral part of my life so oh my goodness i can't i can't i can't i can't yeah see like after club penguins it was runescape i think i was in what was that one game i think it was like adventure quest yeah i, I don't think know. i don't know I don't know, but I got yeah. But it it's all to say that VR is gonna be this. Yeah, it's gonna be this. Where you're gonna have uh like virtual webkins on your face. Yeah, and like I and, just, yeah, I just think about this where it's like, you know, we if 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 this is like uh you know if this like happens or this like becomes a reality, we we in that case we don't see race. We don't see um gender we don't see all these right. things we are like whatever we want to be online and that's kind of why i love the internet you know because oh yeah i i think that's like a, a big part of my like vision there you know where we we or like a or like a faceless facebook you know something like that where- mm. wait a minute did we just come up with a product a business venue yeah right Is that- <laughs> a faceless facebook what would you call that that's actually crazy what is the opposite what? of a book? Like a face paper? I don't know. Um, a face paper? It would be like, I, I just kind of think of something, you know, like where I, where it's like kind of like. you it, Anonymous? Not anonymous. It can't be anonymous though, because when it's anonymous, it like kind of, I think, goes too far. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I've, uh, I've been thinking about that a lot and um, not. I can tell. I'm not trying to like, you know, like make an app or like do anything with it necessarily, but I just like fuck with that vision and like, you know, maybe it will, uh, maybe someday I'll, I'll, I'll really want to do that and I'll do it. But, uh, I mean, it's an interesting like place to be in, right? It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's that de- like the, it's not so much the product. Um, I think it's the message behind it. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's just synergy with everybody and that, you know, there's no factors there's no visual factors that matter in the person that yeah. should and skew then, your perspective in yeah. any way and then it's, this is the yeah this is the uh the uh plot twist on it 
you authenticate with blockchain. So you, <laughs> your, your identity is on a part of the blockchain. So you can't be impersonated and you can't like make multiple accounts. There's can only be one. Right. So I, I love it. Yeah. I just an idea, it. just an idea. You know, I'm, I'm very futuristic. So I mean, look, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a notebook full of this right now. Yeah. Right. Cause I mean, it, it seems pretty thought out and I love the idea. Um, I mean, I think you should run with that at some point in your life. I'm not saying to do it now. Yeah. I'm saying I think you should definitely hold on to this because that is uh, that's that's a that's a goddamn thought right there. I like it. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you. I um yeah I I always say you know I'm busy, but but uh I I I do work full time and I uh I am a busy girl. I I do stay I do stay pretty busy. I got a I got oh, a couple listen, things sure. in the works um that I'm really excited about. I can't talk about them yeah you said you had some freelance projects going on which uh, i'm pumped to hear about for sure once it once you're able to leak some of it yeah um, there's there's something that's that's kind of freelance it's not um that i i, I honestly won't just i just won't say anything more about it but i'm really right, right, really, right, right. really really excited for these things and it's just kind of like the next uh the next step and you know deciding do i want to keep my full-time job do it like yeah it's a lot of thinking and i'm just taking it day by day and Mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's awesome well i wish nothing but the best from that like i feel that you know whatever route you go with that i think it's going to be great um like i mean obviously you love it and it's like a huge passion of yours so that can go forever yeah well thank you so much justin and and, and same to you like I'm, i'm so excited to see everything you're you're working on and, and watch you grow as well. You are such a creative individual and, you know, have so much potential. So I'm so excited to see, see where you end up in the future. Oh, you hopefully it's somewhere, uh, hopefully it's somewhere positive, but yeah, thank you. Like it's, uh, it's crazy to see how much I've done so far and how much you've done and how much, honestly, everyone else has grown in the community. Like there's so there's like a handful of people that I think started the, their accounts at the same you know, point that I did mm-hmm. and to see them grow along with me and everyone else it's oh it's a crazy space right now especially with everything going on we just oh my goodness it's it's a time <laughs> to create so um yes any any closing things that you have for for the listeners before we close out um I guess you know if, if anybody listening is you know interested in joining the the community that we have on Instagram shoot me or Justin a DM and let's have a conversation. Um, we're we're here to to motivate you guys and and inspire you and and to answer any questions you have. So so yeah, stay positive and keep a smile on your face and, and be optimistic. I love it. All right, guys. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening. I will have all of Morgan's uh, social media, her website, and a link to her social coders community in the description of the podcast that you guys can go check out and definitely should um, mm-hmm. join the community because it's you know full of great people. I mean, it's just positivity all around. So like she said, if you guys have any questions, you guys can DM us. We're happy to help. Um, you guys can follow us on the gram, Twitter, YouTube, um, anything. If you guys need some sort of motivation or guidance or whatever, we've got you covered. But again, thank you guys for listening to episode number seven of the Child Code podcast. And I will see you guys on the next one. Peace out.